2: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 928. This episode is brought to you by Baskets. All right. Baskets is a show that I adore. My wife and I have watched every episode. It is a show, Katie Levine, that on paper, you're like, how's this going to work? But Zach pulls it off. It's amazing. And (laughs) Louie Anderson is amazing. And Martha is amazing. Everyone in it is incredible. Uh, and I'm so glad the show is coming back Tuesday, January 23rd at 10 p.m. on FX. Uh, it's, and on the FX app. And yes. on the FX app as well. And uh, it is a it is a genius show.
1: It is. When I first started seeing the commercials when it first came out, I was like, this looks interesting. But I mean, like you said, Zach is just so good in it.
2: I, so I would imagine good. most people listening to the podcast probably know what Basket yeah. is. But if you don't and you saw the billboards, you go, what the hell is that? I am <laughs> telling you, it is such a beautiful Family drama. It's not a drama. I mean, it's a comedy, but there's, there's real moments in it, and it's, it's just such a gorgeous show. I absolutely love Baskets, and I adore Zach and Louie and Martha, so please, please, please watch it uh, January 23rd at 10 p.m. on FX and the FX app. Um, I would like to promote that I will be doing a stand-up almost all of February. <laughs> I'm going to be at Stand-Up Live in Phoenix uh, February, I think, 8 through 10, and the following weekend in Brea, California, and then the following weekend in Oxnard, California. So Every just, weekend, uh, really. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> go to the internets and find tickets, but come out. Come out to that, please. Please come out to that. That'd be fun. Mike Furman will be there. April Richardson's going to come along. And now Katie Libby will bring you the Nerdist Community Corkboard.
1: Uh, the L.A.-based Animal Rescue Wags and Walks is opening up their very own adoption center in West L.A. They're having a grand opening this Saturday, January 27th at 12 p.m., That will feature plenty of adoptable animals, ribbon cutting with the LA Kings, pet and people friendly vendors, food trucks and more. For more info, check out wagsandwalks.org. And Sam Courtney writes, I am from Blackpool, England, and me and my friends have a YouTube channel called Public People Studios. We have around 40,000 subscribers and nearly 7 million views overall. And our content is a mixture of comical music videos and public pranks. We have filmed and edited pretty much everything ourselves on zero budget, and it is something we are all passionate about. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and it has helped motivate and inspire me to follow my dreams. So if anyone listening wants to check out their channel, it's youtube.com user slash public people studios.
2: Fantastic. Uh, this episode is Cress Williams, who is uh, Black Lightning, which if you're not watching Black, Black Lightning, you are making a mistake. Uh, <laughs> the show is really good and is on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. on CW. Uh, also and
1: on the CW app.
2: Also on the CW <laughs> app.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I, I watch a lot of shows on apps and it's so great that all these networks, they have them and you can watch them on there. Do you there. know what
2: I wish you would do is just from time to time, just, just maybe, maybe part of what you could do on the podcast is just remind people about apps, <laughs> but even when they're not things... If I'm like, oh, and, you know, uh, go go to uh, Old Spaghetti Factory. And also then go, on
1: the Spaghetti app? Yes, thank you. That's exactly what I wanted.
2: Well done. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I greatly appreciate that you immediately ran with that. So, uh, uh, Cress Williams is uh, just a terrific guy. He was so great. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and so uh, now, and I am one of those people that become a bigger fan of something yeah. when I find out that the people. That, the, are really they're really so cool. nice
1: and funny and yeah. Like cool. and, and when I <laughs> tweeted
2: that uh, that I had hung out with Cress and did the, the podcast and that people should watch Black Lightning, like uh, a handful of other actors from the show. Also tweeted back at me, uh, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Now I love them." So, everyone on the show. I cool. know it's great. <laughs> I know I get sappy, and I know it's, uh, but I just, I just love nice people. I really like, I like nice, talented people who make good things. So uh, that is. Black Lightning, Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. on The CW.
1: Also on The CW app.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, this episode also, also brought to you by ZipRecruiter. So it's a, it's a brand new year. It's 2018, as hard as that is to believe. And we're almost already in February. So if you're setting new goals for your business, it's very difficult to reach them if you don't have the right people on your team. I met Katie Levine years ago. I was lucky because we were introduced by, uh, by a mutual friend and... That's how I that's how Katie came <laughs> came to work in this in this world. But what if that hadn't happened? You know? Zip recruiter is the best way to find the right people for your job. All right. ZipRecruiter will post your jobs to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just a click. And then they actively look for the most qualified candidates and then they invite them to apply. So it is no wonder that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just a day. Usually it's just a day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. So if you need to fill a job, don't just stumble around until you have, fall on someone. Uh, listeners for the Nerds Podcast can post on ZipRecruiter for free. That's free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Nerdist. ZipRecruiter.com slash Nerdist. Here's Nerds Podcast number 928 with Cress Williams. Katie, roll the thing. Also on the Roll
1: a Thing app. Now entering Nerdist.com.
2: Again, you know, it's part of the reason why the kid. It's like in Orange County.
3: Oh no way! Yeah. It's kind of nice.
2: funny why the why the Californian sketch is so uh, the SNL the SNL sketch. Yeah, we just spend so much time in our fucking cars. Yeah. So there's you can't help but talk about how you got to places because. There are a that million life, yeah. ways to get to places because it's all just traffic. But
3: I'll say this: they like New Yorkers talk about which the train. It's like it's like oh, it's right. like oh, I took the two up to L, right. and then like it's like they do the same thing. It's just cool because it's a subway. It's no. dumb because you talk about your cars. Yeah, you guys don't it, have cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. why you don't talk about your cars. Yeah. You know what? Also, not like surrounded by people, and I get to listen to my own music, <laughs> and
2: I can see the sky. Yes, <laughs> and also it's not an ice forest. Yeah, no. okay.
0: and you're not living with rats. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, what? Rats are under the
0: city.
2: Did you Strong. go so you grew up in Orange County? What what part of Orange County did you grow up in? Like pretty much Anaheim. Anaheim, right. nice.
0: yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, My wife grew up in San um San Juan, Capistrano. Nice. Um I went to Fullerton Junior College and then transferred over to UCLA. Nice.
2: So, when were you at UCLA? Nice. Ninety two to ninety four. We were the same. we were there at the same time. Are you serious? Yeah. Exactly the same time No way Yeah, I was there 89 to 93 Where, where were you? I mean, what, I, mean I, I bopped <laughs> No, I mean, like,
3: what? <laughs> Which dorms did you rock in? <laughs> no, I never I, got student housing
2: Because no, when no, I, I lived there campus. When no. I went to school there There was not enough housing for everyone So no. there was a lottery and if, you, and if you didn't get it You just had to figure out what to do And so I lived, you know I bopped around Westwood and West L.A. Every, you know, every couple of quarters and what be. was your major? philosophy okay so what part of what part of the that was uh, mid-campus that's dodd hall right next to the like yeah. the main administration building
0: yeah yeah
2: uh were you that was a theater major okay so you were north campus yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um and i lived off campus too i lived like in palms uh-huh yeah yep. i contemplated it was funny because i transferred in so I, I remember going to like the two-day tour thing yeah you stay in a dorm like, yeah uh and that sealed it right there because like I couldn't fit in the bed. First of all, like you know, cause you, had to stay, you, you went toured, stayed overnight, and the bed had a, a headboard and a footboard, and the footboard, like I had to like kind of
3: yeah, the in, can't hang your feet off the yeah. end. How I'm, tall are you, Jonah? What? You 6'5". Six five? Six five. Six five. Five, yeah. yeah, but he stands up straight.
0: <laughs> not always. <laughs> my directors are like, stand up straight. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Black Lightning does not slouch. Yeah, you're
3: right. I, no, totally. Dude.
0: Yeah, our greater show, like every take, he's like. It's <laughs> not um, called slouch lightning <laughs> Nope um, But I was in there I couldn't fit in the bed And then the guys who were That's there water
2: Jonah did not just pop champagne in the morning uh,
0: The guys who were rooming with me One guy snored all night long And so just one night in the dorm I'm like I can't do this
2: Isn't it amazing that you are essentially Now because you're a teenager Or you know 18, 19, 20 And maybe it's the first time you're away from home oh, You're you. very forgiving for like a week because you're like, Oh, this is exciting! i it, and then all of a sudden, you realize, Oh, it sucks to live with someone, <laughs> yes. and have to deal with their weird, like, clearing out their sinuses at two in the morning or not cleaning their dishes. You, I think it's good for people because it teaches you how to just fucking tolerate the how world, to get along, yeah, but yeah. It, it is very, it's oh, it's gentle. rough,
0: it's, it was rough. I mean, and I, and I at that time, I transferred in, so you know, I was kind of and I spent four years at a junior college, so I was kind of. Older than everybody else I, right. just, I was not ready to do that, so I got an apartment with the, I had a couple of roommates and and even that was like like a lot <laughs> <laughs> because my, one of my roommates was he was his he was the only one that had a computer this is how we, how far he was like the only one with a computer you know this is like before smartphones and all that so we'd have to go to his room to write papers like in his bedroom to write papers and my other roommate had the loft upstairs and he was just a pig like he just hmm. He would just leave. We got roaches because of him. Like we had no roaches when we when we moved in, and he was just like a slob. So we got roaches because of him. Mm.
3: were they all part of the theater program as well? Is that how you met them? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Roaches, yeah. The Roaches. Yeah. The Roaches they, yeah, they were in Joe's apartment. They was like apartment. the most successful oh, such guys. Such a good Graphic So you were
2: always, you were always, you were always a theater guy. Yeah. But you're built like a titan, so you're kind of like Blade, where it's like all of our strengths, none of our weaknesses. Nice. You're, you're basically like, you basically, you're basically like the Daywalker. You know, day Daywalker. Daywalker. <laughs> uh, so what is it? So what? what do Did you, were you always in physically perfect condition or was this something that developed over
0: time? It developed over time. I was a, I was at one point I was a pudgy kid and I was kind of just always a lanky, lanky gangly kid. Um, And then it was weird. It was kind of like when I was 39, I had just had a knee surgery and, and I was uh, laying for like six weeks. And when I got up, I was huge. And I was like, okay, I gotta change and do some things. And so, right around thirty-nine, going into forty, I just made this big change.
2: What did, what, what were the changes? What'd you do? Um, I started
0: just eating better um, and eliminating a lots of sugar and trying to like eat every three hours and like staying away from carbs. All these different things and. I would always work out, but I was eating bad, so it wasn't really kind of just, was a
2: push. And it gets hard when you get close to 40. It's like your body's like, yeah, you're not Wolverine anymore.
3: This totally.
0: Gonna- <laughs> totally. Well, I mean, I'm 6'5". At one point, I started getting up to like 250, and then, so I, I was like, wait a minute. And I, I started, you know, trying to work out even harder, and then the scale was just going up. And I'm like, maybe the, maybe I'm just... This is what's going to happen. Maybe this just what happens with age. Like 300 <laughs> 300s around the corner. Like maybe I should just give up and then and then I, I I saw something on television about diet, so I started changing that and then things started happening in in a positive way and I was like, "Well, I'm I'm basically 40 and if I do this, I, my career might be longer." Right. You mm-hmm. know, and so and then I got into it and then the whole superhero thing became a thing like it became a genre and i was like ah, i want to do that before i die so then it was extra motivation to stay in shape and get in shape and and then things worked out
2: well that's good because wow. i i always tell because i uh i mean my my physical stuff i started kind of getting into like when i was 32 33 mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a similar but kind of like oh I don't want to hit fifty and then be like oh, fuck I better turn this <laughs> yeah, yeah turn, <laughs> turn this boat around yeah, and then like, it, you know it's like it's not impossible yeah it's not impossible the radius gets bigger but yeah. yeah yeah the radius is longer <laughs> turn. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, and so I started you know and so you know when I when I say to people it's like it's not about um, it's not about how much you weigh but it's just about making positive healthy choices for yeah. yourself yeah. That and then you know, as a byproduct, you might slim down a little bit. But it's not. It's not about like you know. There's not. If 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 you're making healthy choices, then you tend to be a little bit happier. You Mm -hmm. you tend to see the results you know throughout your life because you're really you're 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 basically embracing yourself when you do that. You're you're treating yourself. And I and I do think that something happens in the world where. Think, you know, positive things do start to happen because you are appreciating yourself more.
0: Oh, totally. I mean, it was almost like a, a second chapter career-wise once I started doing that. And, and I didn't want to do a diet. Like, I didn't want to – I was trying to make changes that were, like, going to stick. You know, yeah. diets don't work because you can't sustain them. And so just trying to find a rhythm – and it's a lot of trial and error. Some people eat every two hours. I was like, no, I need to eat, like, three hours. Two is too quick. And, and just finding the right balance and – um yeah, and certain jobs start coming my way, and and then thankfully my my family's adopted. So we, we have this thing where like six days a week we eat this kind of really good, healthy way, you know. Um But that seventh day, which for us usually is Saturday, we call cheat day. Of course. Yeah? And and it's great because my daughter, she's 12, and she loves it, but I hope that she'll – Carried in her life, that she'll sure. be healthy six days a week, and then know
2: that oh, okay, I can have a treat
3: yeah. on that
0: seventh day. But
2: we go crazy mm-hmm. on that seventh day. Like but then, we, don't you kind of feel don't you need like a day to recover after you eat a lot you of shit? You do, you do. Because yeah. like, well, it's
0: great because in that Sunday, like I wake up and I'm just like. Oh, have like a little shake a little
3: meal yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, it's hard to like it's like a nosedive yeah. all day long but I,
2: that's yeah. but that's what happens is that, that your cheat days get not as crazy because you just feel like I you can't, feel horrible I yeah i can't process oh a pizza my goodness tomorrow i just need to no. uh, so so you actually it it almost kind of conditions that you out. to yeah, yeah, yeah. To not but do it's it cool bad.
0: because it doesn't like you know you have a craving You know, like, oh, I want pizza. I want this. And it's like, well, you don't go crazy because you know that, like, okay, I can have that at some point. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's not like I can never have that again or whatever. Like, no, you can have that on on that cheat day. But until we found our balance, I mean, I did some horrible things. I I, I mean, I remember at one point I think I had, like, ten brats in one day. (laughs) (laughs) Like... And, like, and I was drinking old fashions all the way through it oh right? nice. god. Jesus and then I topped it off with ice cream like oh. then like I was in bed like I was I was sweating <laughs> in bed because like like my, my body's like what did you do to me and it was like it was just
2: rejecting it right? yeah like, and just I had like a, bits of meat just, just, just coming out yeah. of your just like yeah. a, just like a play-doh fun fact yeah it's it's just, just like oh like, like, my god yeah. and so
0: you kind of go okay don't do that again Cause it was I, I couldn't sleep. I was just like,
2: "Ah, oh, why did
0: I do that?" I was like rolling over. But and did everything. you
2: notice when you started making these changes? Did you notice um, changes in in your in your attitude or your or, or just the way you viewed the world? Did it? Did you? Were you surprised? Like, oh, I think I feel mentally a bit better.
0: I, I felt like my energy was more consistent because also like it changed. I didn't even set out to, for it to be this way, but it changed even my like sleeping habits because I would. I was that guy who would be up till three and four in the morning, and then at the same time, I'd like, look, don't call me before noon. Right. And Mm -hmm. when I had to do life things before noon, because life, you know, happens, it would be painful. And then suddenly I started like, I was going to bed at a better hour. I was getting, you know, more sleep. Like, it just really changed everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: And when did, uh, how long ago was the process for Black Lightning? How long has this been percolating? It's been like, about a year. I mean
0: I I um yeah, it was like probably uh yeah, about a year. I heard heard they were writing a script, but I, you know, I had no idea what it was going to be about. I knew it was Black Lightning, but I didn't know the context and everything. And I i wanted to play a superhero forever. I used to watch, uh, you know, the uh, Super Friends. That's like mm-hmm.
2: where yeah. I started. The, whole, the animated know. Super Friends. Asked, oh yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I'd get up and I'd be right in front of that television, and like like, meanwhile at the Hall of Justice using <laughs> his <a> aquatic
2: telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
3: <laughs> totally yes.
2: Um, that's and, kind of why. And as much as I like Jason Momoa, it's it's sort of hard for me. Like my Aquaman is a Kendall doll yes. you know, types. It, it, yeah. The orange
0: and the green. Yeah. yeah. And yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, oh yeah. my God.
2: So the Super Friends, and you thought, and there was, Black Lightning was in Super Friends for like part of it, wasn't he? Well, they, like I, a I, second. I don't know if it was, I think it was Black Lightning, was Black Oh, it was, it was Black, Black Falcon. Falcon. Yes, Black Falcon. Yes, yes, for a minute. But and I, Apache I, Chief and all, they had yes, this, like a Apache second Chief. wave. Oh of, my God, yes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I mean, that was all we had back then. It wasn't right. like you didn't have a plethora. You got that, you got Christopher Reeve, Superman, and it wasn't a genre, it was just kind of a thing. But when the genre started coming about, it was just like, oh, I want to play one before I die. But there's only a certain amount, right? And, and then, you know, Luke Cage came and, and I didn't get that.
2: <laughs> did you audition
0: for Luke Cage? I did. I did. That was one. It was a really, it was interesting. I, I did. And I had a friend of mine who was writing for it. And I had to go through this roller coaster ride because I, I auditioned. And he called me. He's like, dude, we saw your tape. You're amazing. Everybody was really talking about you in the room. So you think like, this is going to happen. Then I started reading little articles about these are the people who are up for it, and it wasn't me, right? Mm. And then he calls me back, and he's like, "No, no, no, don't believe everything you read." So I gave my hopes up again. And then a day later, he's like, "Yeah, it didn't
2: work out." You should <laughs> say yeah. that's why it's very difficult. Like, never I don't have a friend on a show. Well, like. you don't, you don't <laughs> ever want you never want someone to go. You're perfect for this. And you're like, yeah. don't yeah. say that. Yeah, they
3: really like you. Don't, I, I know. No, it you get all those
0: buzz yeah. words, and so like yeah. that went away. And I'm like, okay. And then they weren't doing, you know. John Stewart at, at any point, uh, the, the Green Lantern. So and then uh, um, Black Panther that came in and I didn't audition for that at all. And, and
2: uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you went DC, yeah. <laughs> so so I heard about this and I was
0: like, cool. And then and then when I read it, I was just like amazed. I mean, it was just it was better than ev- everything. I watched know? the pilot. The yeah. show oh, is
2: really fucking cool. Yeah. Thank you. it is. Thank you. S- it's such really a great good. show. Yeah, because it really could. You know um, the the current slate and you know when I watch the current slate of uh, CW DC uh, comic book shows yeah, you know there's it's like Arrow is super broody and Flash is, is upbeat and kind of funny and, yeah. and snarky and and so you know when I saw that they were making Black Lantern I'm like I wonder how they're going to approach this and it but it's such a great it's such a great take on it. Mm-hmm. And it's such a human take on yeah. him too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like watching and without giving anything away, but sort of watching what he's struggling with and watching why and I love that it doesn't start with the origin story. Yeah. yeah. I love that, that, was a cool that move. it starts nine years after he's given it up.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, me too, because otherwise i I probably would <laughs> <wouldn't> have gotten the <laughs> <Yeah. a> role. <laughs> no, but it's seriously too. I mean I it, you know, when I saw he has daughters and he's, you know, he's my age and all these different things. It was, uh, it was just a, a, a blessing, you know, and, and it, it kind of put all the other things that I didn't get, uh, off to the side. I'm like, this is even better. It's better suited for me. And, and, uh, I like the evolution of the genre. I mean, you can't, we can't keep doing the same things. You mm-hmm. can't keep saving the world. You can't keep fighting aliens and can't keep being campy, you know? And I just, uh. I kind of liken it to the TV version of Logan. Logan, right. you know, hey, that yeah. evolution, evolution of, yeah. of it um, is awesome. So, uh, yeah. How, and how many episodes
2: did you guys do this year?
0: We're going to do thirteen. We're we're in the middle of shooting ten right now. Episode right. ten right now. So we're kind of close to the end. Oh wow! So
2: there's yeah. no way. Pe- I mean, this show is. There's no way it's not going to keep going because, and not to you know, again, not yeah. to, but but I feel like it's such a. You know, they've done such a great job with the DC Universe on yeah. television. Yeah, and, uh And and, I, and, I, and this really feels like a really cool, important part of the show. Are they talking about... I mean, they must at some point be talking about Crossover.
0: Everybody's talking about Crossover, uh, or at least more like fans are talking about Crossover. We haven't really talked about it because, you know, logistically, all the other shows shoot in Vancouver, sure. um, which is why they can so easily Crossover, and we're the only one in Atlanta, and... And then on top of that, I mean, you know, you've seen the the pilot. It's yeah. like the style is completely different it really than is, anything yeah. else. And so yeah. it like I think if we crossed over, you know, if they came to our show, which I think that I'm cool with that cuz I don't want to make that long flight. Um, so uh, so hopefully they come to our show and they'd have to kind of conform to our style if we came over to the, you know, to the other shows, we'd have to conform to that style and um, you know, I think what we deal with on, on our show is much more macro. It's much more like, here's this neighborhood and mm. what are the ills of this neighborhood? Um, and we, we haven't, I don't know, I mean, maybe down the line we'll get to that kind of macro, you know, dealing with we got to save the world. But right now, we're just a lot more like this is this community and, and trying to deal with that. And, right. Uh, so I don't know. I say never say never, but I think a crossover would happen maybe years down the line.
3: But yeah. you're right. That would be a tricky, like tonally wise. Like it having, would like those characters come into that world, which is very grounded. Yeah, it yeah. would be hard to
0: to do. And logistically, I don't know how we would do it. And um, we have a uh, we have a director. Uh, we had a director last episode who's worked on the other shows, and she said, you know, she said, look, those crossovers destroy those actors. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> like they... just,
0: it's just logistically, it's so hard.
2: Well, also, they, I mean, it's it is. Because I I have friends on a couple of those shows, and it is like best case, worst case scenario. Where it's like best case scenario, you're on a hit show. Worst case scenario, you work almost every week of the year, (laughs) and it's not like a nine to five job. It's like you know, one night you might be working from six p.m. to six a.m. Oh yeah, and you know, so it is. It's it's you know, it's I mean, obviously, it's you're not. It's it's not like you're out building a bridge across a, cha- a chasm, <laughs> but it is. But it's it is emotionally intense work when when oh, you yeah. never get a break. Oh Lotus yeah, says all
3: pain is equal, so it's like across the board.
2: Well, I'll make sure and remind uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> yes, That's exactly. Get a lot better. <laughs> yeah, 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 it, after it, that.
0: It, it's a whole level of like it just never stops. You're virtually playing like I was like I I, I need to get paid more because I'm paying playing like two people. Right. You know, you're playing two characters. As a matter of fact, like, I remember our first schedule. Uh, for episode one, I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh, I'm. I, oh, I have some days off. I, I didn't expect to have any days off." And then I realized I was like, "Oh no, our schedule separated into like Jefferson Pierce." Black Lightning. So I was just looking at Jefferson Pierce. I'm like, oh!
2: <laughs>
0: oh, oh, so Jefferson's off those days. But Black oh. Lightning's working on those days. And so it, was like, it amounted to, like, you have no days off.
2: <laughs> so, and Who's then, playing Black Lightning? <laughs> yeah. 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 That? Oh, is that, is that... Oh, so I'm gonna, doing both it, of yeah. those? Yeah. Right, oh, right. Yeah. So yeah. I gotta yeah. put on that rubber suit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yes. So
3: suit. Some days it's physical, sometimes it's emotional. Yeah, yeah, which is,
0: it's honestly, it's fun. I mean, because some days, like, I'm living this childhood dream of, like, I'm, I'm on wires and I'm like flying, right? And I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then some days I'm just playing dad and I've got like scenes with my daughters just talking about sex for the first time or, you know, they're, they're being cyberbullied and things like that, so... I get to do everything, and we do a lot of nights. We're, we're outside because, you know, the suit looks good at night. The suit looks yeah, really yeah, good effect. at night. Yeah, yeah. yeah the lighting reads look, better yeah. at night. It, it doesn't work at all. Also, well, he's night.
2: a principal during the day, so yep. what's he got to, yeah. you know. There's no crime during the day. It's There's only no- at <laughs> no Statistics show.
0: <laughs> it's only when the sun
2: All <laughs> the, Yes. The, the the activity, the criminal activity, really is very nocturnal. It, yeah. just, and it sleeps during the day, so yes. that it can yeah. there, there can be crime. See people
3: yeah. waiting to commit, or they're looking at, their watching going, Come on, come on! I yeah. can't commit this crime. Well, it's like almost like start.
0: going back to the Blade thing. They're like vampires. You're like waiting for the sun and going,
2: no, <laughs>
3: yeah, go. yeah. okay, go
2: <laughs> and jump. Yeah. I loved Blade. I loved that movie. Yeah. It still yeah. holds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The first Blade, oh,
0: totally does. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. one
2: of the few superhero movies. Of the 90s that I really think still holds up. Oh, yeah. I think it was 99, maybe? 98, Yeah, for, one, for, Blade yeah one. For, Blade, for Blade 1. Yeah, for Blade 1. Oh, yeah. I,
0: I still, like, if I see it, I'm like, ah. And, and the, the, the the kick-ass soundtrack, like, when he'd start kicking ass and the music was just like, just yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, that opening scene when they're, in the, <laughs> they're, like, in the meat locker where there's a rave. Yes. And oh, then yeah. he just... Kicks the shit out of everyone, yes, and there's yes. the DJ and the blood rain. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's such a great. Yeah, that movie's so great. Awesome.
3: I saw that as a double feature to, at a drive-in movie theater with oh. uh, with Wedding Singer. Was, <laughs> no way. That was the thing Seriously? that blew up. Yeah, it was Wedding that's Singer yeah. Now, Did you stay afterwards and watch
0: it as they restarted?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what we were getting, we? We're you know, I was, yeah, I was yeah, young, yeah. so it's like we just hung out there all night yeah, and watched yeah, it yeah. again. The, I, oh, the drive-in! I remember that. I remember, I saw Purple
0: Rain at the drive-in with what? my mother. Nice. When it came, when *Purple Rain* came out, yes, when it came out, and we both like, I loved, I loved drive-ins where like, because you would go if you, you know, and then they would just start the movie over again, mm-hmm. and so if you really liked the movie, you would just sit there and watch it. Yeah, no one's coming to check the cars and say you got
2: to move on. Yeah, out yeah, of yeah. Here. yeah, yeah. And and we were all fine with listening to a sound system that was basically <laughs> a CB radio, <laughs> <laughs> just like a tiny squawk box. Yeah, and they, event,
3: going, they eventually did it where you could tune to a station to radio. And, still, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: *Purple Rain* is *Purple Rain* to me is such a fascinating. The disparity between the soundtrack and the movie, you know, it's like the movie, I don't remember the movie, I haven't seen the movie in years, but I remember the movie being amazing, but the soundtrack is literally one of the greatest, Yeah, yeah. one of the greatest soundtrack. We just had to, um, we just did a promo for uh, this uh, NBC show's And Spike Lee directed, like, all of the NBC talent singing Let's Go Crazy. No way. Wow. Over and 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 over over again. I'm still legitimately sore from (laughs) jumping around. From going
3: crazy. Yeah, from from going crazy.
2: But it is, uh, but that soundtrack is, and I hadn't really, did you know the lyrics? Do you know know the lyrics to Let's Go Crazy? Uh, Yes, some of it. Um, What is it? If you don't like the world you're living in take a look around. Well, yes, but there's one lyric that I never knew and I just for some reason never questioned it until we did it the other day. Let's see. So there's uh are we are we going to let the elevator break us down? Let's go. Let's go crazy. Let's get in a uh look looking for oh, looking for the purple banana till they put us in the truck. <laughs> looking looking for the purple banana till they put us what is what is that? that's is purple uh, banana a a reference to Maybe a drug reference. Is it a drug reference uh, yeah, or yeah. is it a wiener reference or like what is a purple what is Ooh. a purple banana? And there are purple bananas, they do exist. Yeah. And right, there are. By the way, I feel Wait, like someone's fucking there? aunt going, "What is this <laughs> music?"
3: Yeah. Wait, there's what's the purple, bananas? Bananas? What's hey, what's
2: purple the banana. Purple banana, but, you kids. <laughs> but it was also you kids are crazy. But it was also poignant because uh, there's a lot of reference to the elevator, and I think Prince died in his elevator. Did he really? Is that he, was, true? Uh, he was on as he was trying to get downstairs,
3: right? Was, was that?
2: And, that? Um, and, and there are references in the song where he says, Doctor, everything's going to be all right, which is basically just the doctor who's prescribing... Jesus. Pills to. So there's, there's like some, some very some, creepy, almost true. prophetic... Yeah. Uh, fucking name. ...tales in, in a song that's otherwise super upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> and you're flailing around and talks about uh. purple bananas. And uh, wow! Now if if Prince had choked on a purple banana. I would say like something this hold, yeah. hold, hold the hold the hold the phone. all the clues were right there.
3: I remember thinking like Purple Rain. I thought it was such a cool movie. And then I went to like Minneapolis for the first time. And I was like, this is where this takes place. It's like it's like Minneapolis did not seem as cool as the I went movie. As the movie made did it you go out to the
0: Lake day. what is it Lake Minnetonka? Minnetonka? Is that a real lake?
3: Yeah, it's a real lake. Oh wow! Yeah. I heard I heard like one
2: time Prince came out in front of his house and just jammed for. A bit, and so for years, people would just go wait out in front of his house, like maybe today's the day where he's Jeez. gonna. Well,
0: he would do these weird impromptu like concerts, yeah, at like parties. I remember a friend of mine who did catering, and he was like, he texted me at one point, and he's like, "Dude, I'm I'm doing this like the party, and Prince is like jamming out." I'm like, "Wait, what?" And yeah, he would just at a, he would throw a house party, and then just like jam. So he got to, got to be there.
2: It, it really does yeah, yeah. it really does i mean it's it's sad to think that <clears throat> that's that a guy would have had problems that no one knew about that could keep i mean it's just it just shows you how insidious addiction can be mm. that mm-hmm. that people can get to a place where they're able to hide it mm-hmm and everyone thinks, oh, that person's fine, and it just becomes a part of their, you know, it's like when you talk about changing your diet, your body really can adjust to anything. Sooner or later, it'll yeah. catch up. Yeah. But the idea that your body could adjust to just sort of like regular regular drug yeah. addiction and be functioning and seem like, oh, well, he does these concerts, and he's amazing, and he seems fine. Oh, and totally. And then all of a sudden, I mean, maybe people on the inside knew, but to the public, everyone's like... What? I thought he was. I thought he was a health guy. I didn't. Yeah. I thought he. How could
0: he? Oh, totally, totally. Well, I mean, honestly, like full disclosure, there was like a period of time where, for about twenty years, I smoked marijuana like every two hours.
2: Oh, every two. Literally every so, two inst- hours. So, you were, so instead of so, instead <laughs> of eating every couple hours, you I would was smoke. smoking every hour, yeah. and then I'd eat like a lot. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 yeah. Does it bother you now that it's legal and you're like fuck?
0: Well, not for me because I just it was just something I never could stop. It was really hard for me to like actually stop, stop. And so I know from that, and and like my body, like it it kind of like when your body gets used to something, sure. Like my body went through like a withdrawal. Mm -hmm. You know, when I said, okay, I got to stop this. What made you decide? Just because I. Because it was all these. I went through years of just like you know, I would smoke and then and and be like, oh, I can I can I can stop and just discovered like I'm not stopping and I can't seem to stop and yeah. and so it just it just took a while to finally just go okay, this I have to stop this and I have to like I just had to
3: even know? when you were doing gigs or auditioning, yeah, you would just be like stuck? I,
0: because I became it was functional, like yeah, you know, yeah. it was just like and, and it's funny because people who know me now, I was I was talking to. My uh, uh, stunt coordinator, uh, I think probably a couple months ago, when I told him, he was like,
3: "No." I'm like, "No, yeah,
0: dude." I mean, I was like, I, I would be like in a trailer, and I would just blow it out of the out of the air vent, and I'd put the drops in, and like like nobody knew because also like it was like it wasn't even doing anything. I was like, it was just kind of my body needed it, you know. But I had built up like such a crazy tolerance. Yeah, yeah. And, but then, you know, I think I kind of knew that I had an issue when at one point I stopped for like probably six months. And I was hanging out with some friends who like smoked on a regular basis, we were playing poker, and, and they passed it around. And, and my body hadn't had it for like six months. So I was like, they passed it around, and I, I was just blazed. I was just yeah. like, whoa. And I was kind of like, wow, I'm good. Like, I won't need that for the rest of the night. And literally two hours later, I'm the one going, hey, bring that back out again while the rest of them were like, they were good. And then of course they, and I was like, okay, so this is just something in my chemistry that this is the thing I can't handle. Like I can't put it down. And so, yeah, but I remember it was a very uncomfortable feeling to like, let it go. Like I, I was clammy. I couldn't eat for weeks. I couldn't sleep for weeks. Like my body was going through something.
3: You were incredibly bored, <laughs> yeah,
0: <I know. laughs> and nothing was vivid anymore. <laughs> um, it was all yeah. these
3: shows I thought I liked. I'm like that It's sucks. Like Anchorman wasn't funny anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, totally. It's still funny. It's like it, is. Yeah. 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 It, it is. is. But, it is. But
2: but uh, but did you um, did you go through a program or did you just for, did you did you do it alone or did you have a support group? How did you do it?
0: I mean, I just did it. I did it. Alone. Alone. I mean, I mean, you know, spiritually, I was not alone. But I mean, physically, I didn't do like AA or anything like that. It was kind of, you know, it was kind of weird. Like once I kind of really decided I needed to do it. There was a show. I think it's still on. But there was a show called Intervention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. a and E.
2: I I think so. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so I just started watching it like literally every single day. And it was, it, and they never deal with like marijuana. It was always like people like heroin addicts. They've done shopping, gambling addicts, yeah, all these different yeah. things. But the thing is, is like like I remember seeing uh, a show about a heroin addict and going through the whole process and. I could identify with all of it, like every single thing. Like even the moment when he was like about to go off to uh, rehab and he's in the car driving to the airport to go to rehab and he's smoking his mind out, like just, just trying to get as much heroin in as he could before he went. And I remember like there were plenty of nights when I was like, tomorrow I'm done. And I would smoke all night long, like to the point of getting like like just nauseous and, and of course the next day i'd be right back at it again, yeah, and so I just kind of saw like addiction like kind of the the steps and the and what it does it's it's kind of universal, and I was just like that's just like me, and um I just kept watching that to kind of remind me of of like that's where you could end up, and that's you know you have to take this seriously and it was a day by day process. And I had a friend of mine who's actually, he's like recovering alcoholic and he's done the AA and he's read the book and all that stuff. And when I described my process, he was like, Hey, have you ever been to a, I'm like, no, He's like, have you read the book? Cause they call it the book. It's right. like, I'm like, no. And he's like, cause what you're doing and how you describe it is in there. And I'm like, this is just what I came to after 20 plus years of doing this. Right. You know, and a lot of trial and error and uh, a lot of like throwing out bags of weed and then, digging in the trash the next morning, you know, and, and it was just, it was just my, and and everything else. Like, I, I mean, I know other people who are addicts who like can't do anything. I'm blessed with, I I can drink, I can do like nothing else ever stuck with me like that. It was never anything where I was like, I gotta have that. I mean, I've done a lot of things and nothing but that. And so I was just like, okay, so I can't have this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's that one. Like you said, it's just your physical makeup. Is that, that, that's the thing it likes. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been everything. sober for a long time, and uh, and
2: but for me it was alcohol. But it's yeah. it, but it's that same thing where you, it's you, you know you, you part part of being able to to stay sober is sort of recognizing <clears throat> that you, you respect the power of what that thing has over yes. you because you know yeah. Just very much, almost exactly like what you said. Where when you had that first hit back two hours later, you're like, "Let's do this again." Yeah, you, you know, pick up right where you left if off. If you started yeah. to, if you started today, you'd be back on the two exactly. hour cycle in no time. Like in
0: no time. And I know, and I know that. Like after a lot of years of trial and error, I'm like, okay. And just studying addiction, I'm like, okay. So this is yeah. I will. I would be right back there and. And even like, I, I know when my anniversary of sobriety is, you know, I've, I'm up like to 10 years now, but I don't linger on it because right. like I don't want to, I just kind of, I, I acknowledge it when I get around to it um, because I don't ever want to get cocky. I never want to mm-hmm. get to this point of like, I got this because I'm like, no, I don't ever got this. <laughs> right. You know what I mean?
2: So how do you manage? Because there, there's sort of the, that's a good news, bad news situation where it's, you know, when you're not, because I don't think people realize that. Even the even small little choices that they don't realize are choices in their lives Mm -hmm. have profound effects over time. Yeah, and so it you know when you're dulling your senses, there's probably a lot of anxiety management or just, just avoidance of responsibility or not wanting to deal with shit. Yeah, and so the good news, bad news is. The good news, you get your focus back. You can really focus. But the bad news is, is you get your focus back. <laughs> yes. So, yes. yes. And you so, got a deal now. So now you have to deal with <laughs> yeah, it yeah, yeah. when you're obsessing on things or you're focusing <laughs> yeah. on things. And so what, what what is it that, you know, how did you, was it was it exercise that helped you manage some of that? Or was it, or what was it that helped you kind of push through it was, some of those moments? It
0: was kind of, you know, I didn't set out to, for it to be this way. But it's kind of right at the time when I finally started to quit, I was also in therapy. Uh-huh. and and I was in therapy just because it was not, not really because of that. It was interesting. I was in therapy because, there was like, a real traumatic thing was happening in my life, and everybody was like, you can't handle this alone. And I had enough people telling me that, and then a friend of mine just recommended a therapist. So I started going because I was, like, in a real crisis moment that had nothing to do with my addiction. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, like, I got through the crisis, and I just kept going to therapy, and it just kept talking about then, like, getting into my own stuff. And so once I was doing that, I that was – kind of right around there is when I really kind of turned the corner and just continued in therapy for years. Um, I I'm a big proponent of therapy. Like, um, yeah. um, so I think that's, it was kind of simultaneous, but it was weird. It was never like, I never set out that way, but it just, that's how it, I, I think I started to deal with like myself. Once I, once I could get out of the crisis, then I could like, okay, now let's start dealing with your, you know, past and wounds and this and that. And, and, um, yeah. And and then once you got some clarity, you know what I mean? It's like I was uh, living in like literally a cloud for years. It was like that was kind of the, one of the greatest things. It's like getting clean and, and like seeing things so that when I – You know, when I saw something I thought was beautiful or when I saw something that I thought was funny or, you know, that I could go, oh, that's real. Like, I'm really – that is really beautiful. That is really funny. You're
2: really experiencing it. Yeah. As opposed to like a haze. Yeah. Yeah. It's not dampened or heightened in any way. Yes. yeah, It's real.
0: Yeah. And when I – it had been like 20 years since I had like experienced
2: that. so You almost have to relearn – you almost have to learn because it does arrest your development, your emotional development. Yeah. You almost have to relearn – how to or learn for the first time depending on how long you know you were addicted to something yeah it how to deal with things because it's you almost have this kind of like baby mind where you're like oh, wow that's amazing or wow that really <laughs> hurts you know totally and, and how yeah. do you you know and you do adapt pretty quickly but there is a learning curve
0: oh totally i mean i and i'm really thankful that it like you know it's for me it started like in the latter like kind of like 20s, mid 20s. As I mean, you know, sometimes you know people their addiction starts in their teens, and then you talk about that arrested development. I mean, there's a lot of development in those teen years that that uh, that hap- or needs to happen. So I, I, mean, I was an adult when it when it happened. It was kind of a catch up that had to happen. But it, I, I would have hated if, if it had started when I was like a teenager.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so what? Without obviously without asking you to go into detail, but yeah. having gone through. This trauma and having gone through the addiction, um, what's something that you would say to people who might find themselves in the middle of trauma or might find themselves in a place where they feel like they're in an insurmountable place with their addiction? What did what did you learn coming I'm Sitting through
3: right it? here, Chris.
2: <laughs> this is all an intervention. The whole We've podcast for a reason. Oh yeah. no! Black lighting! We had to- <laughs> Cress is going to pin you down because he's your size and he's going to start shocking you in the earlobe until
3: you we're going to give you shock he's going to give you shock therapy yeah literal new technique. Sh- literal on shock the next therapy next episode of Black Lightning but- <laughs>
0: <laughs> on a very special on a very special episode of yes, Black on Lightning
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was that must see TV special episode?
3: The yeah, yeah. TV special episode,
2: but um, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, what is it? You know, what what's something that you would say to people who are who are going through this that n- now that you're on the other side of it? I mean, I would
0: say you know not to do it alone, and I would definitely say you know to find uh, like a therapist or a counselor that you can that you can talk to because um, and to find the right fit. Like if it's if it feels awkward or weird, the you know then that may not be the right fit. I mean, that was one thing that. It took me a while to realize, like, uh, when I was dating a girl years before I'd ever gotten, you know, like, sober, uh, she was like, oh, you should go see a therapist. And she recommended a therapist. And it was – and initially it was okay. It was like like a therapist who, like, didn't say anything. Like, would literally just just let you talk and had no opinion. Like, didn't share an opinion, didn't share a thought about, oh, you should try this or you should do this. And it was kind of cool, like – for a, a few weeks because it was kind of cool like where else can you go and just sit and talk about yourself for an hour yeah. but it's then podcasting. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should charge you should make some money lay out a couch
3: I'm saying, be great. Great idea. Yeah,
0: lots of tissue um, but and then initially then but then after a while it was just like okay this is not really going anywhere and she's not really offering me anything and so i just kind of you know went away from that and it wasn't until like later that when i you know met another therapist and who was, became my therapist like that i realized there was different schools of thought and and on how to do therapy and you have to find your fit you know and so i found mine so i would just say to to not do it alone to not feel like you can white knuckle it alone and and when you start down that road you do have to um You know, dig in because you 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 don't just kind of accidentally become addicted. There are reasons it's coping. You're coping, uh, you know, for something, Um, and it's kind of deep rooted. And it may be painful, but it's also really great on the other side. And that's another thing is as it you know as it feels uncomfortable and painful that uh, if you can kind of see the other side of it, it's so much better on either side. You know, and it's and it's great for for life because. Having had – having gone through that experience, when I'm going through tough times, I know the other side is greater because I've had this, that experience. Right. So – Some yeah. of that
2: comes with age and wisdom and experience <laughs> and time. But, but yeah. that's an excellent point about, about finding a therapist that works for you because I think some – sometimes people might – it's sort of like you wouldn't go – you wouldn't just walk into one concert – And go. Well, I didn't like this music, so I'm never Never going to a concert again. again." Exactly. No, 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 no. One therapist does not represent all therapy. Not everyone. You know, it's everything's a relationship. So, yeah. you know, g- try people until you connect with someone. Yeah. You know, like yeah. really, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you if you have to go through five people. Totally. It's just, yeah. it's just about finding the Yeah, right you got to find the right thing. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that speaks to you. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm curious, and, and, and you please feel free to slap the shit out of me if this is a nice question. But <laughs> I agree. You know, when I was talking um, uh, I was talking to Jordan Peele about, uh, uh, you know, when Get Out came out. Yeah. And he brought he said this really interesting and and great idea that you know there are there are certain stories that only black directors can tell, mm, mm-hmm. and so in sort of talking about Get Out and you know saying to him like you know what can you know what can white people do to not be the obnoxious you know people who think they're and he said if you meet a black person and the first thing you say to them is something about race you should think about that yeah, go, <laughs> yeah. that's an excellent that's an excellent point but. Here you are in a show called Black Lightning, yeah. based on a comic that came out in the mid seventies yeah. at a time when the lines between celebrating Black culture and Black exploitation were a little blurred. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously, people are going to be asking you a lot about the race of the show, and because of its name is Black Lightning, right? Of so. Course. Have you been mentally prepared for that, or what are you? What are you? How are you processing that, or what are you saying, or what you know? What would you like to say, in you know, to people who only want to talk about that part of the show? Because there's so much more. It's it's such a beautiful piece about about culture and responsibility and standing up for what's right. That you know, but how, how do you how do you view that?
0: I mean, it's it's kind of like just getting into that issue talking about you know what they want to talk about and going and then like yeah but right yeah but there is more yeah but it's it's universal you know that it's uh it is about family and and the social issues that everybody's you know that is are on everyone's mind it's a it's uh it's it's a yeah but and and i i i don't know i'm i mean I'm kind of a laid back guy, and at least everybody tells me I'm a laid back guy, and I think I'm a. Laid, i am I, I wonder, if, am I a laid back guy in by nature, or if that's just a byproduct of all the weed I smoke? But <laughs> <laughs> I, I do yeah. actually yeah. wonder that I, yeah. at times. I'm like, it's was, I, la- you're was in- I laid back before that, or <laughs> <You're> <laughs> am I too big laid back to be no. an angry
2: guy? Oh it's yeah, good that yeah, you're
0: yeah not an, an angry can. guy. No, yeah. no, no, And so it's just kind of a yeah, but I mean, because I acknowledge the you know the, the elephant in the room, and yeah, he it is called Black Lightning, and and you know it was he. Uh, uh, i think tony isabella who created it said you know he uh had the character i think it's even in a comic where he he says yeah i named myself black lightning because i wanted the bad guys to know who they're dealing with sure um so it's purposeful so it's like i'm not going to ignore the purpose but then just also expand on what it really is right you know and that it is more than that and you know we're doing a new thing it's 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 uh not just because it's about a, a black superhero, but also just in the way that we're telling the story. It's new. And anytime something's new, you know, people kind of have to see it. Once they see it, then they're like, oh, yeah. You know, but when you're kind of introducing something new, explaining it is uh, challenging. Right. People just, they have to see it.
2: I think they, re- and I, I really, I do hope people see it because. Yeah. It's just such a fucking cool show. It's just a yeah. cool show. Thank it's like, you. It's very. It's, it's like an adult superhero
3: show. Yeah, it's like, it really it, is yeah, an yeah, adult yeah. superhero yeah. show.
2: And the, and it's like there's a you don't know, have to give too much away, but you know the you know the daughter your daughter in the show is like 16 years old. Yeah, she sneaks out to a club. She's smoking weed. Yeah, she's about to hook up with a guy. Like it's it's there's there's nothing about it where you're like oh the, you know you it's, a lot of times when you're watching a TV show there's a little bit of a forgiveness curve. You're like well right. it's a TV show they can't right. really show. But there's stuff in the show. You're like, yeah, I think that's kind of what uh, that's what kids. That's the kind of yeah, shit, that's shit what they what kids do.
0: do. Well, exactly, and and that's a thing. You know, it's it's and it's but it's universal. You know what I mean? It's like at 16, everybody everybody's 16 year old is is pushing boundaries, and and they probably have to deal with some of that. Um, you know, and so I think that's why it's yeah, it's we happen to be black, but the but the the issues that we're dealing with, some of them are unique to being black. I mean, just being in the community that the the, the show is based on. But but a lot of it, you know, we have an episode down the line when um, our daughter's dealing with cyberbullying. That's everywhere, of course. You know, and and. We have an episode. I think it's episode three where she, you know, uh, announces she's ready to have sex, and we have to deal with that. That's everywhere. That's universal. And, and so I think people will, will uh, really in, enjoy that.
2: Yeah, it, it is. It, it's the, the show. Really, is a human story where the lead human happens to be a superhero. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's just a, like sprinkled just on top. Happens yeah, to be yeah, a superhero, yeah, yeah. but it's still really cool. And the and the. The effects are really cool, and the power is is really cool. Yeah, yeah. And also, and again, this isn't giving anything away, but also really fucked up in the sense that he's, <laughs> if he gets cut, he gets cut. Like there's, yeah. you no know, Like he's just like those shots of him in the shower, just with blood gushing yeah, out yeah. into the drain. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's a great element too because it, it, it really it. It's another way that sort of physically represents his humanity and yes. what he's giving up and what he's sacrificing. Yes. and why it is. Not fun to 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 be this to to embrace that power. Yeah, but. and
0: as it, as the story picks up, why he's he's put it down for nine years? Why he walked away? You know, um, totally. Yeah, and and uh, I think you know my daughter is twelve, and and she's gonna watch it. She watched the the first episode with me, and which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, to, I can't wait for more. Does she like superhero
2: stuff. She
0: yeah, she does. She she went through this like comics. She's in kind of in the comics, uh, but they're kind of like girly comics. But she still loves superhero stuff. Yeah. Um, She's she's getting older and she's become, you know, she's 12 going on 25. Do you and give so- her a cell
2: phone? Do you give a 12-year-old a cell phone?
0: I did. I was gonna wait till she was thirteen. Yeah. Um, but I. But she turns thirteen in March, and got so it. we got her one like right around Christmas, and, okay. and finagling and, and working out that it's great though because at least it's like it's currency. So she got it taken away like last week for like <laughs> for like a week, and and so you have power at least again. You're like, yeah. I'm gonna take that cell phone away if you don't if you don't you know right. Yeah. Oh
2: okay. I'll straighten up and all. But for that me, stuff. it was an Atari game system. Oh. I was like, no, Atari. I'm like, oh whatever you want. Yep. You know? I, I got it. I got it. I'm going to control but i mean it's uh, you know h- how are you how are you managing <clears throat> i think one of the most terrifying things would be to be a parent of a teenager right now Oof. because of how easy it is for kids to be exposed to horrible things horrible people yeah. or, 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 people with bad intentions just yeah. to, it be, being you know sort of seduced down the paths of Uh, You know, bad behavior because it just It's so easy with a cell phone To connect to people Yeah,
0: well, I mean, you know I agonized over it for a long time And then I found it was like a really cool app And there's a couple of cool apps out there That allow you to control the the, Kind of the activity on the cell phone Um, I feel like
2: they figure out a way. I feel like that. I feel like kids are too smart. <laughs> they know. I mean, I remember how being to, kid like, jailbreak or, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like, They'll figure out how to jailbreak it. Your daughter might become a hacker just to figure out how to <laughs> yeah. break.
0: You're not making me feel better. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's distressed. in Atlanta right now. All the way over here. I'm like, wait, what's going on? I'm stressed for you. I'm yeah. stressed for you. But we. I mean, you know, and uh, um we really kind of regulated it, and um, and we've already decided that, you know, no social media until she's probably 18 to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Nice. It's really, well, no, it was really interesting. I saw this, this thing. I don't know if it was like a TED Talk or something. Some guy talking about millennials and all this stuff, and he said that, like, you know, the addiction that goes on with social media, it's like like physiologically it's similar to, you know – uh, the addiction to cigarettes and addiction to alcohol. And he's like, it, what goes on physiologically is is the same. And he said, so so here we have, you know, you can't drink till you're 21. You can't have cigarettes until you're a certain age. But we just like, we don't have that restriction on social media. And I, it just really opened my eyes. And I, I gotta admit, I'm addicted to my phone. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, it's like, I just... Just find myself if I'm watching a show on television that I'm only moderately interested in, rather than finding something I'm really, really interested in, I'll kind of have watch and I'll be on my phone. I mean, and so we just kind of decided we 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 were like, we're going to draw this hard line. Like, yeah, she has a phone, and yeah, she can do certain things, but like the social media, we're going to wait. And I know she's she's not happy about it, but
3: yeah, I wonder. It's it's going to be interesting to see how it uh, how her social life it will differ from some of her friends. Like finding yeah. out about party. It's a, I got off of Facebook and I even recently just locked myself out of my own Twitter. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, on purpose or by accident? On purpose. Okay. On purpose. Like right. me and my friend, like it was kind of like a near are saying we're just like, let's give each other our passwords, change our passwords. So if we need to get yeah. back in, we will. Oh wow. But it's uh so I have Instagram, which I like because it's more creative. I like taking pictures. So it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of that community, but yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a weird it's isolating like it's yeah. uh, I'll be on Instagram and I'll see a party like a lot of people I know. And I'll be like, oh, it's a, what's going on over there. And it's like it was a there was a Facebook invite. Oh, uh, N- we never found out about it. Yeah. like You know, news. I'm like or like goofing off with friends like you can do that with Twitter. You can yeah. hang out so easily on Twitter. And now that's gone. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an interesting thing how it's. Um, it feels like I'm just going back to the way things were before social media, but yeah. it's actually, but every, I went back and everyone already is already back in the social media area. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I'm interested to see what happens with like if more parents start to do that, which I think they should.
0: I th- I mean, I think they might. I mean, I think we might see like a, a move away from it. You know, I got off so- social media years ago, like all of it, um, for until this show came out um just because it it just it didn't feel natural to me yeah um and not that i thought it was bad it was just it didn't come natural to me it just didn't feel like who i was and i started peeling it away like i peeled away instagram and twitter and then and facebook and i was just like physically i almost felt better i was like wow there i am that's that's this is you know and i didn't miss it at all and and then i got back on it for the show and and um uh, people are like, how you doing? I'm like, well, it still doesn't feel natural to me, and I'll I'll do it, but it, it just, you know, I'm I'm an old guy, an older guy, <laughs> and I just remember when none of that existed, you know, and so and then being a parent today, it's like it's a balance, a balance between. Like, I can't just go backwards. I can't just be like, you can't have a phone. I never had a phone when I was a kid. Right. And, you know, here, here's a giant, you know, rotary phone. Carry that <laughs> around. You know what I mean? I can't do that.
2: Here's a block of wood and a knife. You want to do something? Whittle. whittle. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, what, that's I, what I did. Yeah.
0: Give, her, give her an old Atari. You go, that's what you get. That's yeah. all you get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't. But at the same time, like, I do. So my wife and I, we try to just balance it out and go, okay, what, as far as how we grew up is right and, and, um. What is, do we have to just get over as far as this is the way it is? But you can't, I think, you know, trying to shut out uh, the present and, and all the technology or um, just going full bore, no, neither one of those are the answer. You got to kind of find that middle ground. And yeah. I think, I don't know, I would hope that, I know a lot of our, uh, parents of my daughter are really, you know, on board. They're like, wow, you know, and maybe it gives them kind of the ammunition to, to do it with their kids. So. Yeah.
2: So uh you're in week ten right now of a thirteen episode order. Black yeah. lightning premieres on the sixteenth? Is that yeah, right?
0: Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, the sixteenth.
3: When's this going up, Katie? Uh, this is going up soon because the show this goes yeah. up next week. I mean next week. Okay, this okay. goes up next week. Got it. Is there any in any episode a reference to the old Saturday night live sketch with Sinbad where he shows up to <laughs> Superman's funeral as Black Lightning and no one knows who he is? <laughs> I do not see know that. that. No. Oh, yeah. I didn't see
2: I that. You've just unlocked like
3: a vague
2: like an, a memory in an attic somewhere in the back of my brain. Oh, my goodness. There's i like got look at that.
3: There's two, like, comic book funeral, like, sketches in, like, yeah. Pantheon of Saturday Night Live. One was, like, an old one with, like, the original cast, like Jim Belushi as Hulk and stuff like that. But there's another one when Sinbad hosted once and, like, at some funeral and he shows up. At a party or something like that, but like no one knows who he is. And he's like, <laughs> it's like, I'm Black Lightning. Like, <laughs> what no. what you, like I'm your friend. I'm Black Lightning.
0: <laughs> oh man. my goodness! Yeah. I, I hope that I gotta find that. I hope yeah, on yeah. We'll I try that. It it's on YouTube. i will trying to look it. Find
2: the SNL app. Oh,
3: that's right. Yeah, 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 the yeah SNL yeah. app has
2: is they have their own app. There's an app, and it's a catalog of every sketch. So if you just want to look up, like I don't know, like Joe Piscopo, it'll bring up the Joe Piscopo sketches. Or if you want to just look up one sketch, you can put up, you know. Gumby, and it'll bring up Eddie Murphy's Gumby. Oh, my or, goodness. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, it's an all incredible archive That's of all the future. SNL sketches. That's in yeah, my future. It's, it's probably in there somewhere. So yeah. what do you get to do for the rest of your... Are, are you just doing all press? You must be doing all press this week. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, not really all week. I mean, I'm actually... I'm flying on a, a red-eye uh, tonight because I'm working tomorrow. I mean, we're mm. still in the midst of shooting...
3: Yeah, <laughs> <That's laughs> he's looking forward. Forward. He's Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that hurts. Yeah. Oh. just flying east on a red eye. Then you but pretty much are going to get a it's few hours as
2: far east as <laughs> New York. A red eye to Atlanta is you. It's still like three o'clock in the morning it's your still, time yeah. when you oh, get there. Man, it's you know, painful like yeah. six a.m.
0: It's it's painful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was in D.C. Uh, over the weekend. Uh, we premiered the show in D.C. over the weekend, and then came here, and then uh, out on a red eye tonight. So doing some press. Yeah, and then out and. Um, we'll probably do some more later it just never stops.
2: I know yeah. it doesn't, but it's you know it's it's the sort of the beautiful part of the you always have to remind yourself like oh yeah wait this is what I was trying to do yeah, yeah I yeah. chose to do this yeah yes, to remember yes. that
3: this yeah. is you know
0: I just look at pictures on my billboard and then I feel better
2: yeah. then
3: you, <laughs> you, you feel like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah that's uh, that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get addicted to that yeah it's, it's like <laughs> remember when I used to have billboards <laughs> your I old used, dad I used him. to have billboards yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> respect me respect <laughs> me I'm black like
2: <laughs> me. Well, I hope you come back on. I mean, you're just an such a nice guy. Oh, thank oh you. Oh my God, it makes me so happy. <laughs> I love it. You know, I love it when I discover a new show. I'm like, fuck, man, that guy's really nice too. Oh, you know. Man, thank so you so much. I am thank now. You. I'm a double fan of your show. And I have to ah. say, they sent us the first two episodes, so cool. I watched the pilot. Okay. So I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch uh, 102 because something happens at the end of the pilot where you. To go oh okay you know, yeah it's a, there's, know a, there's a reveal I know exactly what you're and talking about so it did you watch both episodes just watch first yes. episode no, 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 no. yeah excellent um so oh you watch two yes okay cool yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: something cool really cool happened in two that two that uh, when I actually when I read it uh, on the plane uh, it like made me gasp because it just kind of. I, it, 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 it's just a, a certain action that was like, oh, we're we're really real, like yeah. If you, if you know what I'm talking, yes, no, what I'm it's talking a, about? Yes. No.
3: That's the thing was I liked about the show is just how it, it's like it's it's a legit real. It's like a it's a full it's a well-rounded show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, you know, and who doesn't love James Remar? Yes, exactly. Oh my god, god that he's guy. one of my favorite god, human he's so good. beings. He's such. A I like nice that guy. when he showed up. I was like, all right. He's, <laughs> oh
0: man, he's such a nice guy. He's so cool. I'm like, I just I. Every time I see him I just hug him and I'm like I love you man. Because he, he is. He's such a good actor and he's like a just he's he still loves acting like so much. And then on top of that he's just such a lovely human being, you That's know. Cool. We were we were in uh in DC and they premiered and we did like a Q&A and Orlando Jones like, yeah. like hosted the Q&A. And for some reason like every time he said my name early on he would say crease He's like, Chris, so don't tell me. And I was kind of, you know, you're sitting there in front of a bunch of people and just kind of like, um. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm like, what I, what, should I say something? And then, and then he asked James a question. And James is just like, when I work with Kress. And he's just always looking out for me. He's just such a good guy. He,
2: well, yeah. Erlanda. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was about to do that. Like that
0: popped in my head, but yeah. then like the thing ended. We were. All do, you remember, do you remember
2: James Remar from Forty Eight Hours? Yes, oh, that's the
0: first fucking. That's the first great thing in there. You know when he gets shot. When, I remember that he's like, he's like he gets shot. He, I got shot.
2: I got shot. Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Banks is in that too from Better Call Saul. That's right. Jonathan, yeah, yeah. But Be- Jonathan Banks is the cop that Gans shoots at the beginning of Forty Eight Hours. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
3: but yeah. And it's like, yeah.
2: don't give him your gun! You know, like, yeah. he's the guy that he shoots and says, This is a
3: fucking great! It's yeah. a great movie. I always love, like, seeing those, like, character actors over the years where you can just, like... And they pop up in something. And you yeah. Go, yeah, but they've been here forever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I hope that, uh...
2: I hope that, that that Black Lightning becomes so successful that you uh, that it dominates your time, <laughs> because that means we'll be getting a lot of episodes. Yes, yes, but, yes, uh, yes. You know, listen. A- a- anything we can do to help promote it, or anything we can do for you, uh, I am so much a fan of yours. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming on, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Crease. Crease. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes. You could say the same thing to me. You could call me Crease as well. Try it sort of works. Thanks, Crease. We are all Crease. Crease. <laughs> Enjoy your burrito.
0: Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
1: Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream. So he created Halo Top,